That's the sound of a Sopwith Strutter, an iconic aircraft from the First World War. It's the kind of plane that a team of men has battled to create in a shed out at East Fortune. Local writer and journalist Jean West has reported on their efforts for years. Some of you may recall the talk she gave about it as part of the Dalriada Conversations. She's part of a crew working with Glasgow Films to produce a documentary, chronicling the efforts of this tenacious team of pensioners, some in their 80s, some even older, to build a structure of their own and the determination of a young woman to pilot it. Initially they were working as volunteers at the National Museum of Flight and they were doing such a good job in their 60s and 70s post-retirement that the museum curator approached them with a crazy notion that they could reproduce or make a replica of a 1916 plane using plans from the past to bring alive a dream. They set themselves a real challenge because, yeah, they were working from the 1916 designs, but the parts weren't available. This machine at the time was pioneering. Some of the boys have said that, that being a pilot and flying these planes was like being an astronaut today. So there was a big clamour to be a part of this incredible history. A hundred years on, they make a decision that they're going to fly it, but the parts aren't there, so they have to go to their sheds, they have to begin to reinvent. This project, I notice in the men that they are less like... They stopped looking at the big deal, at the big picture, the big shiny plane, and started looking at the minutiae of it. And it's almost that this minutiae has rewired their brains. You know, this one guy goes in there, and he had terrible depression. He was a, and he said he just kind of went in there and found it more like a lunch club, that where you could just sit and talk about life, but all the time your head is down and focused on the problem solving. This was a men's shed on steroids. This was a place where they stood shoulder to shoulder and the problems in life, like, you know, we all kind of go through things like broken marriages, health problems. They all were brought to the shed, but almost left at the door. It's an inspiration to us all that no matter what age or stage in life, if you've got the enthusiasm, you can say to the naysayers, I don't care what you say, and I don't know how long it's going to take, but this is what I want my life to be about, and this is what it's going to be about. The plane is now complete? So the plane is now awaiting a Light Aircraft Association paperwork. It's, there's not a single thing left to do on it, which is remarkable. It's waiting to be given the green light and for premises and hangar space to fly it. We're not sure where that's going to be yet, but I go to the shed, they stand in front of it, and I look at these, some of them frail-looking gentlemen, and I just think, bloody hell, look what you've done. <laughs> you know, so... The interesting thing is, they have built what, a hundred years ago, the women we're building because the men were all out at the front and it was the women who were actually doing the hard work, the labouring work of actually creating the aircraft that they were going to be flying. Tommy Sopwith developed this machine in his factory down south. It was quickly deemed to be something that could challenge the might of the Germans. And then the men were called to the front line. This was sort of 1916, I think. Women had to quickly learn to put them together and to rig them and then the men would, would fly them. 
none of these girls who built the plane were allowed to fly her. But from what I gather, their work heralded sort of the dawn of female suffrage. Nobody could say afterwards, well, you women, you can't do the same work as men. They were building aeroplanes that were going to war. They clearly could do the same job. And now, you know, we do have a young female who will pilot the plane and honour the women that went before. The team launched a crowdfunding campaign to raise enough money to get the documentary made. It focuses largely on the young pilot who has a love of vintage aircraft. She's one of her own from the World War II era. But when she heard about the project, she was determined to fly the strutter. What you're hearing comes from part of a video produced to promote the campaign. Ellie Carter is a 20-year-old pilot who at just 16 became Britain's youngest female to qualify to fly. She combated years of bullying to follow her unfaltering dream, encouraged by her proud father. It's absolutely everything. The people I fly with now are incredible and it's just so much fun, I, I love it. Being up in the sky on your own in a World War II aircraft that served in D-Day, it's something really humbling about being a teenager, probably the same age as a pilot flying it back then. The aircraft is almost ready to fly and Ellie is set to pilot the old boy's pride and joy. This film tells the story of this plucky young woman and the men who defied all expectations to build their time machine. In this film about beating the odds, Ellie maps out her journey and encourages girls and young women to never give up, to be bold and just do it. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's, it's kind of like Aviator's Heaven, to be honest. Everything's so original and it's, it's wonderful. It's lovely. The trouble is that when I looked at the campaign's webpage this week, it was clearly well short of its target of just over £22,000. I wondered how concerned Jean West and the team were about this. We've only got a week to go. It's still crawling along a little bit and we're going to have to really give it some oomph this week. Our aim is to raise 22000 to put together a film with um, an established Scottish director called Alex McCall. He filmed a very sort of famous, when it came out, The Boy David, about a young boy in Peru who was found with a degenerative disease that ate away his face. But he is obsessed with the boys and the kind of work that they've done. We want to really highlight the Scottishness of this, there's a problem. The boys are running out of money. They spent 23 years building a plane. They lost the premises at the museum, which was originally allocated to them. And they've had to basically fund themselves and rely on donations to rent a market garden warehouse in Congleton around the corner from the museum. But the farmer at the warehouse is selling it. He's given them an option to buy it, but they need to fundraise. So we've got two fundraising issues here. The documentary and the Kickstarter campaign would hope to put on the map this incredible story, which will die with them if it's not recorded. And then they have to find funds to keep this shed. We've kind of like 
got a mission but we've got a plan and I think that this is a unique project. They're a quarter of a century old project. They're filled with all the knowledge from a hundred years ago and yet their own story is a little piece of history and to get this young girl involved is just like a bit of a dream come true. So are you worried that you're actually not going to make your target? We are concerned. We have another week to go. If we don't make it, we don't make it. The film will be made, I'm sure, but we really do want to kind of put some fire underneath it now. So what message do you want to get out? I'd like people to invest in this because it's a piece of work for all of us and it's, a, it's an absolutely true inspiration. The Sopwith Strutter has an important place in aviation history, not least because in the autumn of 1918, it was the first plane to land on an aircraft carrier. And even better, it took place on the 4th. And if you'd been standing on Porty Beach that day, you might even have seen it in the distance. So if you want to help and feel you can make a difference to the project, then there's a link to the crowdfund page in the description or show notes. Personally, I'd love to see this aircraft fly and this documentary made. And apparently some broadcasters are interested, just not willing to put up the money. And that's it for another week. You know how to get in touch. We'll end with the sound of that iconic aircraft, and who knows, we may even hear it fly over the fort once more. <laughs> <laughs>